What's up, Ding Dong? <laughs> right out the gate. Right out of the gate. You know what song I heard on my way over here? Uh, probably a song made by that made-up guy, Louis Capaldi, that you no, made up on this podcast. No, not this time. I heard one from just a handful of years ago. Okay. I could use some What the fuck is that? Kings of Leon. Yeah, Dick, Kings of Leon. Dicks oh, of Leon. Oh, shit. Do Get you, the dick jar out. But... You know, I could use some I don't commonly get a chance to do this, but like those first like couple of like indie Kings of Leon records when they were a little grimy and not this like you know pop radio stuff. Those were good records. Were they? Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good because they they weren't you know they didn't have the polish of pop contemporary. On I them. watched a documentary for consideration for the festival on the Dicks of Leon. And it was one of those rare documentaries that I watch about a band that I go, oh my gosh, I like them so much less. I didn't go into it loving them, but I can't, I, you know, sometimes you'll watch, most of the time I watch a documentary about musicians and I'm like, okay, you know, like I, I, I at least have a little more respect for them or something. Like even that Metallica one where what's his name's being a dick. Right. I still was Some like. Some kind of monster. Yeah. yeah. Great film, right? And it's I still, a really good I still film. was like, you know what? They, they, these are multi-dimensional dudes, and like, I really kind of, I, I dig them a little more now, even though a big part of the film is about what assholes they are, or at least a couple of them, Lars for one, right? But I still kind of walked away like, yeah, but I, I feel more informed, and you know, but I, this Kings of Leon thing, this Dicks of Leon thing, it was just, it made me really dislike them. They're, they're incredible. They're from an incredibly small, I guess, and conservative area, and they're mm-hmm. real, and they're really conservative folks mm-hmm. um not that you can not that i hate you if you're conservative but there was just something about it was it, it just didn't do it didn't land right with me yeah i don't know a fucking thing about them yeah they're much just like brothers right there's like all brothers some of them are brothers some yeah. of them are brothers anyway um, it was a it was a peek behind the curtain that made me go eek i wish i hadn't seen that you know because some of their songs are, are tolerable but anyway I was just thinking because the song I listened to on the way here was the new single from The National, because of course which one, which one? It's the one with Phoebe Bridgers as the guest. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it, it just came out today. It's very okay, good. I haven't heard it yet. Very good. Um, and I it reminded me when you started talking about this Kings of Leon doc. There's a wonderful documentary about The National called Mistaken for Strangers. Yes, and there it's is. Yeah. Specifically about Matt Berninger's relationship with his brother, who's not in the band, because the other guys in The National are there's two pairs of brothers right um it's a it's a really great movie actually but i already liked the national going in and i liked them coming out so well i feel like phoebe bridgers lately is just like her phone's ringing off the hook and everybody's like come be on the song with me she's just gonna go guest on every song why not from here forward you know who else is guesting on the national record i would imagine it's my girl taylor swift it's your girl taylor swift and that, that song has not been released as a single but the record comes out as of this recording in a couple weeks and yeah. i will be happy to well, report on it after i hear it can't wait yeah she's a big fan of the band and obviously has worked with their producer and you know. hell yeah anyway I'm, I'm happy for her you know and good, this is, of job, course, taylor. the taylor swift cast as we have it's established. the kings of leon podcast oh shit well, you are such a big fan of them, so oh, I can huge! Uh, how sex is on fire! I don't oh, even know God, how that, I, I don't know how that goes. I hate that song. I, I hate that song that so much. Picture the. I know it's really, it's really kind of terrible, isn't it? It's a terrible. This song. sex is on fire. Mm, then go to the fucking doctor. <laughs> 
they have shots for that now. Um, my name's Corey Kraft. This is the Side Talks podcast. This is, again, ostensibly a podcast about movies. Um, I'm Rachel Morgan, the president of the Kings of Leon fan club. We get sidetracked from time to time. If this is your first episode of Side oh, Talks. Oh, can you imagine? It's imagine starting with it's this. It's somebody's. What a mess. What a shit show we are. Uh, I mean, especially like the listener who's just like, I'm going to try out this uh, the side talks. Um, you know, I wonder if they'll ever mention my favorite band, Kings of Leon. <laughs> we could use some murder. Oh, my God. Well, let's talk about movies instead of that. What's this shit? I, that was weird because I kind of did it. I was trying to do it in a Kings of Leon voice, you know, but then it kind of got Courtney Love right at the end. Like, ah. You sounded like a drowning dinosaur. Yeah, well, I have a scene for you. Ready? Okay. We are on a plane again. This has been a, a kind of a, a theme, and this was just random. I just want you to know. Well, you know, it is a very efficient modern yeah, form is. of transportation. It is, but we're on we're on we're on a plane, and uh-huh. there's a there's a woman, there's, a very famous woman, very on this famous. plane, and she's sitting in the middle seat reading a book. Okay. And uh, the flight attendant, I think, either over the loudspeaker or yeah, I'm pretty sure it's over the loudspeaker on the plane, says, "We need you know such and such from seat such and such to come to the cockpit. Please report oh. to the cockpit, please." And she's oh, you know, frantically gets up and goes to the front. And the flight attendant is saying to her, uh, "I'm going to need to get some information from you. We need some more information from you as a passenger. I need your your name." She's, okay, gives it to her. I'm going to need your phone number and your email address and uh, and and. You know, this individual, this woman is not as taken back as one would, should be when being asked for this kind of level of information, but it's kind of a little bit like, a, but when they get to, and I need your schedule for the next two weeks, she's like, what? You really need that information? Is this a law enforcement officer or like? It's a, it's a flight attendant talking to a woman, trying to, to an pick, older woman. Trying to pick her up or? Well, that's, that's what I thought at first, but then the cockpit door opens uh-huh. and a pilot emerges uh-huh. and the pilot's like and she's like oh it's you and he's like yeah i'm getting you know and then an alarm starts going off like a beep 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 and the gentleman who's the pilot who's come out of the cockpit says to her you know or, or she says to him like i can't don't you want to fix that alarm kind of concerned that maybe he's not flying the plane he's like well you know what i can't really return to flying this plane until i get this situation with our date mapped out oh i've seen this whatever it is what I, is it i don't know this I is don't pretty know. much the scene Corey. I, this is all I, i've got i for know you. i've seen this whatever it is okay let me give you a couple more hints. okay okay this gentleman who comes out of the cockpit is indeed a silver fox at this point. Silver fox. And the woman who is there, who's been pulled from the seat, you know, uh-huh. is, and that's a hint too, that's a hint, Yeah. Um, is also a much older woman. Is this, it's complicated? No, but not, you're in, you're not in a completely wrong world, but no, it's, it's not, not. It's not Meryl? Let me also highlight a fact. Okay. And then I really, once I've highlighted this fact, I feel like I'm pushing you too far and giving too many clues okay. and we need to move on. Because I actually can't believe you don't, if you've yeah, seen I, this, I, know I've I can't seen believe this. you don't know. I just can't place it. While she's she's reading in the uh-huh. seat and really engulfed while she's reading uh-huh. when they pull her to the front of the plane. Do you want to take one more guess before you get this wrong? And you, you've really had a couple of fails lately. Let's be real. Yeah, Let's no, be real. It's not great. It's not... Is okay. Someone who's I'm about to do an alarm like in the in reading. I just can't place this. I've given you too many clues at this point. I'm gonna say it. You've lost it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you who it is, and you're gonna you're gonna. He's about to have a come apart in here. I think <laughs> this is Diane Keaton. Is this something's got to give? Oh my gosh! You still aren't getting it. This is book club. 
Oh, I haven't seen Book Club. Oh, well, then so, you haven't seen this scene. I haven't scene. seen this, this scene. This scene, you dreamed it. I, it. I must have. Did somebody steal this from your screenplay? Oh, God. Because it, it's, you was feel Book like Club you've seen it. Was snatched directly from my dreams? <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> it probably was. I'm looking forward to Book Club 2, the next chapter. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out in May. Um, No, this, yeah, I just didn't. See he didn't it. get Alan, yeah, you didn't, didn't get it. Didn't see this movie, didn't But you probably could have guessed it from the fact that she was older. He this is Andy Garcia, I'm pretty it's sure. Andy Garcia and Diane Keaton. I'm pretty sure it's Andy Garcia. It's a little tiny screen I was watching on, but it looked like a little silver haired Andy Garcia. Okay. And you know, she's like oh, 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 you know, very yeah. Diane Keaton. Yeah. There you go. Um damn. Yeah, no. you, you missed it. Huh. You missed it. It's okay, you can't win them all. Listen, like if when it comes to my entertainments with like gaggles of older ladies taking the <laughs> the forefront i fall more on the fonda tomlin divide than the diane keaton divide there's no re- you don't have to pick one of the I, other i guess but it feels you like a, it feels all. like a coke pepsi situation it's not why would it feel like that i don't know why it does because there's so many older women yeah, getting work it's just you know it, it's just me said it, you just making these women compete <laughs> against one another it's what it is it's in your blood I it's guess. in your dna I, I just my my chauvinistic oh, dna man. no but i just i i don't think i've seen a diane keaton movie in a hot minute actually and i know she's made a bunch of them and she, oh, yeah. keeps, she keeps cranking, cranking them, them out, out she's cashing those checks. whether she should or not and i think most people she should not would say not um but yeah i can't think of the last diane keaton movie i even saw i mean remember the one that i watched that not that long ago where they did a uh, basically an advertisement for cpk yeah see that episode uh, A.K. Hear It. Yeah, I haven't seen any Diane Keaton movies since um, Manhattan Murder Mystery, her last collaboration be, with Woody Allen. Me. Am I right, folks? Me. Woody Allen? You got to be kidding Allen? me. We, lo- we, love, we love him, don't we, folks? You lost. And, lost. and you lost again. You doubled down on your loss. Sidewalk home video. I'm trying to do like a like a Vestron video sound, and I'm not doing a good job. But this is Sidewalk Home Video. It sounded like lasers. It did. What is that? Like Foghorn? Something like that. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. That's the sound um, that the tripods and the War of the Worlds make before they uh, evaporate you. Boy, have I got one for you today, Corey. Okay. okay. Speaking of evaporating. Um, I couldn't I I really didn't have time today to go into the Stars Hollow video and zoom in. And so I just kind of did an image search and zoomed in and I found something real crazy. Uh-oh. You ready for this? Yeah. A film from 2002 that I had never in my life heard of and I don't know that you've heard of it either. Okay. Called Punch. Punch. And I don't have a whole lot to bring you. But you know how this goes. I'm going to I'm going to tell you the synopsis and a couple of other details from a a film that would have been rented at a video store and we're going to decide whether or not we should recommend it based just on what what I've been able to gather. And I didn't go watch a scene cuz again I didn't have time, but I also I kind of made my mind up <laughs> pretty quickly. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. 18-year-old Ariel is in love with her caring father. Now I stopped for a second when that when I read that, and I thought, oh, they must have they must have gotten something wrong in that synopsis. Like maybe it was a translation, or maybe they mean she they she loves her caring father. But let me continue. Mm-hmm. Who lives? Are you feeling uncomfortable <laughs> a already? Bit. I certainly am. Where's this going? Who lives with her in the upper middle class part of Vancouver? When he starts dating again, 
He, she becomes violently jealous, fails to seduce him, and turns to female boxing. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how I expected that sentence to end. Not at all. Not at all. And I love my innocence. You know, I am not. I am not the world's most innocent person. I've seen a lot. I've done. Been there. Done that. And I've also seen a lot of, I've seen Serbian film. You know, I've seen a lot of movies that would be really disturbing. I, I mean, I was of the era when you, it was normal for you to rent Faces of Death when you were 14. So uh-huh. I've seen a lot. And yet, I started the synopsis with this really, really innocent, wide-eyed, like, oh, they must have gotten something wrong. This couldn't possibly what this is. And continued in the second sentence and thought, oh, yeah, no, that's what they meant. And then when I landed on and turns to female boxing... I was like, did Corey punk me? Did he go into IMDb and change the synopsis to a fake-ass movie? Turnabout's fair play. You made up Louis Capaldi, and I made up this movie. <laughs> so let me just say that I got to, when whenever it got to, he becomes violently jealous, and, and she becomes violently jealous and fails to seduce him. I thought, okay, I'm obviously going to recommend this, because what the hell is going on here? I feel like this is a recommend. But then when it lands and turns to female boxing... Uh, this is an absolute. Of course, we're going to. Well, who who are the stars of this? Okay, picture? you're not going to know them either. But it's going to. This is going to where it gets even deeper and more upsetting. Are you ready? Uh, okay. Directed by Guy Bennett, and uh-huh. he also wrote it. Okay. Starring somebody named Michael Riley, who was in a bunch of stuff you've never seen. Okay. Hundred percent. And Sonia Bennett, daughter of the writer director. I don't feel good at all about. I don't this. feel good about that. I either. don't feel good. About what are this they at all? working through? I don't feel good well, about it. I hope this they at all. figured it out. The tagline is strangely, who needs anger management? Well, With a period, not a question mark. And I have one user review to bring you because there's not any crazy movie connections, even though they did say they mentioned the X Files somewhere in it. So hey, there's there you go. Well, you got that. Yeah, strongly recommended. There weren't any there wasn't any real trivia to, so to speak, except okay. that apparently there's a really a graphic sex scene in which the father felt uncomfortable being in the room when the daughter shot it. So he instead went and watched it on a monitor in another room, which mm. also doesn't make me feel any better about that. Um, but other than that piece of trivia, I simply have a user review to bring you. And the user review was a mess, and I, there's no reason for me to read all of it. So I pulled just my my favorite two lines from it. Are you okay. ready? Yeah, I think so. Women can be very hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> And then a little later in the review, he says, "I would have sworn this was written by a female." What? I bet, I bet he, I bet he knows how women write. I bet he does. Oh my god! There is a whole lot to unpack about what I've just shared with you. So, is this movie available? Is it? I have no idea, wow. but I can tell you again that it's that it is called Punch from 2002. My guess is it's out there somewhere. Well, I will find it. Um, yeah, I think we're. I think we have no. You know, what, we're obligated at this point to recommend this film. We're we're contractually obligated to. Oh recommend my god! It. I have seen this DVD cover before from my movie rental days. So, got that sense memory going. Have not seen the movie though, obviously, because well, of everything that you just said about it. You might be shocked to hear that this is the only feature film he directed. He had a short. That preceded this, and this is this is it for him. Well, you know, there there are second acts uh, in life. He could he could rebound. You know, He's probably got a make film a at Sundance twenty twenty four. Oh well, good probably. for him. Oh my god. Anyway, that is a sidewalk on video, and we are recommending the title.
Well, thanks for listening to the Side Talks podcast. Don't you agree? Yeah, I guess. You're still scrolling through IMDb right I'm now. I'm still stuck on Punch. Also, I looked up the last Diane Keaton movie I saw. I haven't seen a Diane Keaton movie since 2012. I told you you're non-American. Yeah. I told you. But I saw Get this Woody Allen Get your coastal grandmother shut together and put on a Diane Keaton film tonight. I'm just... Yeah. Are you sure about that? I'm going to go home and pop on... Um, Annie Hall or Love and Death or uh, Bananas. We don't have to go straight to, she's to in your bananas, boy right? Woody Allen. I don't have any idea. Do you know her, her she's IMDb not in page is very long and it doesn't only include Woody. She's in Sleeper. Sleeper's great. Okay. I want you to get a Coastal Grandma vibe going. You need it. You need it in your life. And folks, I'm just kidding. I don't really like Woody Allen movies. I just, I, oh I'm drawn to him because of his personal life. Well, let me just say this. We're your own personal cinematic Postalia. Postalia? It's really hard to pronounce. How would you pronounce this? P-A-S-T-A-L-A-Y-A. Postalia? Like jambalaya? Like jambalaya. Postalia, parentheses, spicy. Gross. And anaconda pasta. (laughs) Let me, I'm going to be fair. Okay. You don't have to pick one until I tell you. But again, that Rainforest Cafe menu. That's the sound of rain. That Rainforest (laughs) Cafe menu, not really coming out of left field with what's actually the ingredients just the titles the pastalaya 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 is shrimp sauteed chicken bell peppers tomatoes sausage spicy cajun so- uh, sauce and linguine for 24.99 if i that's you're paying 25 dollars for debilitating heartburn and let me tell you it gets a little healthy with the anaconda pasta okay it's because it's gluten sensitive Oh, well, it's gluten sensitive it, pasta. It's good of them to be considerate. Local vegetables, which what do you think the odds are? <laughs> local to who? <laughs> local. local to the planet. Um, oh, man. Local to the rainforest. Mushrooms, basil, red pepper, parm, white wine, tomato sauce. That sounds tolerable. Yeah. How much is it? I didn't write the price down for that. Well, I, I guess I, if you I have to ask, I really you can't up. afford it. Am I right? Folks? Oh, no. I, I actually remember. It was a little cheaper than the pastelized. So I think it was like in the $18 range. Because here's the thing. On that one, you add your chicken. You mm. add your you I add see. your sausage. I see. You can customize mm-hmm. it. I mm-hmm. gotcha. Go ahead and get the dig jar out for that, please. Uh, yeah. Said the word sausage. Um, That's anyway, a, what are you going to do? Too. Pastelaya or at, at Rainforest Cafe, is it? <laughs> we need the dick jar out. Or are you anaconda posting? I'm going to do the anaconda pasta. Yeah, it sounds because, cooler, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sounds much yeah. better. Well, I at least get to be, I mean, pastelai is tough, but it's spicy. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. again, um, if I if I wanted, you know, food to give me acid reflux, I would get another food. I don't know where I was going with that. That didn't that didn't. It pan didn't out. pan out for That you. didn't pan out, folks. I'm glad we're shutting her down. Uh, and we are shutting her down because this is technically the outro. So this is where we say thank you to our friends here at Boutwell Studios, especially Brad. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. And uh, thank you to you for listening. Tell you what, why don't you take a moment to visit us online at SidewalkFest.com or follow us on social media. That handle that you can find us under is at Sidewalk Film. And we want to see you at the cinema. Come see a movie with us. We've got some good stuff playing. Uh, By the time you're hearing this, I don't know what it is, but I know it's good and you're going to want to see it. So SidewalkFest.com for your tickets, for your showtimes, for everything. And until next time, bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.